Hello, I'm Steve Turton. This is my Conversations with the Pope, episode 24, I think we're on. If it sounds a bit funny, it's because I've, I've got a face mask on. I'm actually recording this intro outside the Interior Hospital, just being a, the Fractures and Trauma Unit, I think it's called, which, as I say, is quite fitting. We'll be talking, obviously, about the big fella's injury, about the derby, Pickford's tackle, and all the fallout from that. Hope it's not too scout-centric. I know we've done a derby show last week, but we obviously have to do a review show after that. That wild Merseyside derby on Saturday. We'll be looking at the World Series. We've got the Soho tip of the week involving Mookie Betts and, quite interestingly, Bobby Firmino as well. He's back in the betting. We'll also be having a little bit of NFL talk. We've got some great new sound from Killer Crabmen. They're providing the new Keegan of the Week soundtrack. Check them out on Instagram. And we've also got some some funny sounds and, and tunes as usual. Blue Mick. Got some good sound bites on the derby from him. <laughs> and also, as I say, a couple of cracking tunes as well. Rate, subscribe, tell your mates. Get involved with us on Twitter and Instagram at my conversations with the Pope. The next one probably won't be as, as scout centric as, as the last two have been. Enjoy it all the same. No video this week, then. Well, I'm half tempted to, um, yeah, I'll launch mine just so you can see um, our look at present. Oh, like Dan Lebertard. On the Atkins diet. Can you see that? Um, hang on. Oh my god! I look like I look like Philly Leotardo with me uh, making shift neck brace. I've gone dolphins. Only just got out of bed. What is going on here, Poke? Can I get a picture of this? Hang on. Yeah, go on. Oh shit! That doesn't work. So basically, I've took one of the baby's pillows and I myself a makeshift uh, neck brace. Not in a good way, lad. <laughs> really not, like. Are you stay in video or what? No. No, I just wanted to show you that. I don't, I don't need to be seeing you, do I, on a no. Tuesday morning? Like. Stupid that, lad. That would have just rolled out of bed. Oh, my God. So, yeah, not good, What's basically, yeah. Haven't you got a neck brace on? What's going on? Well, it's a makeshift one, isn't it? Just, just, just for anyone who's listening. Not, not an actual neck brace, but as I say, I've had to take one of the baby's pillows and... Try and make myself on. Woke up on Saturday morning, sort of the top of my back, and, and my neck was killing me. Like so, I thought I'd slept funny, and hasn't been too good the last couple of days. Started to feel all right yesterday, so I thought, yeah, I'll go for a run here. And I'll probably run about four times a week, and then one out of those four runs, I'll, I'll tend to push myself. So I thought, yeah, go on, I'll push myself yesterday, and I was bombing and feeling good, and then sort of the last half mile is sort of downhill. Yeah. Uh, Queen's Drive and uh, I'm bombing it and then I can see these these two old old people sort of walking towards me so obviously I'm just respecting and practising social distancing as best as I could so I've sort of ran to the side there where there's quite a few, few trees as opposed to on the path I've proceeded to, to, to basically just, just volley a, a tree root. I must have hit it that hard that I think I uprooted the tree uh, and then basically just proceeded to, to do a couple of somersaults down Queen's Drive. No, yeah. no, no, you haven't. You've honestly got it. <laughs> I've gone arse off a tit, yeah, full of cuts all over my elbows, my knee. You've come over all concerned, oh, you're okay, love. And then I was just, was I had in my mind is trying to break me 25-minute barrier. Like So I've just literally, in like one movement, done like two flips forward, then a cleansman on my knees and my hands, and then I've just literally just got up and just carried on running. It's okay, trying to break 25 minutes. Wow. Just, wow. So, you, so you've just bounced up almost in shock and just got on with it? Yeah, it was quite impressive, really, yeah. Yeah, 25 minute four in the end, so that, that cost me, like... Ah, it's done, yeah, it's done, yeah. Sounds a bit more like Mikey Palmeister than um, Phil Leotardo, that, a, a jog that's ended in terrible consequences, doesn't it? <laughs> Poison no, Ivy. It seems to have, it seems to have jolted me neck, so it's, it's I'm fucked today. Like I don't know whether it's age or what, but well, we're, yeah. we're both in the wars, lad. I got my MRI scan results back Friday. Jesus Christ! It said on Twitter it 
read like a Chinese takeaway menu. Fucking hell. I think you've seen it, didn't you? Sent you it. Just, just for the... Just for I the laugh read, of it. obviously. I, I never read anything, really, do I? I'm too lazy for all that. But I've I seen it. It's seen quite... Uh, a lot of, lot of uh, extensive. Bit of over egg and the custard. Oh, I don't know. We'll find out. I'm at the Fractures Clinic tomorrow in Aintree, so uh, that's great fun. But uh, it sounds like. Uh, so hang on a minute. So have you been misdiagnosed? They thought it was ligaments issues. Now they're looking at potential fractures. No, because it's the, no. They've they, they told me look, there's, it's not. It's not fractured. I'm just watching Blue Mick go past here. We'll get on to him a little bit later. Oh, man. What's <laughs> up with him? We'll get on to him later. He prowls the village, doesn't he? He does, yeah. He must do about... Fucking hell, I don't know. He does more kilometres than Robbie Savage, I think, in the, in the middle of the park. Like, he, he's all over the place. Absolutely all over Dangerous the place. Dangerous man, him, yeah. But we'll come on to him if we need to, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, no, it, it's not fractured, but uh, this might be the best place because it's so extensive and so varied. Did he think, like, the fracture clinic might have, might have the answers for me, so... So we'll see, but uh, we're not the only ones in the war, are we, lad, after Saturday? Christ almighty, do we get right into the derby? And uh... I was going to say, that's a segue going from your uh, ACL injury to uh, the big sexy Dutchman, yeah? She was headed away by Seamus Coleman, back in by Fabinho van Dijk coming in. Oh. And the offside flag up. He could have easily been sent off for this challenge. I'm very surprised that he's just all been forgotten about in the, in the offside situation. Doesn't look a good one. You were in denial all weekend. I was texting you, wasn't I, right away? You know, that's not a good one, that Popey. Nah, he's walked off, it's fine. I was like, Pope, listen, I've had about maybe 17 knee injuries in me, in me career. I was like, <laughs> you can walk away and it can be a shocker, like, and uh, it doesn't look too good, does it, for the big fella? I'll do uh, fucking glass knee, aren't you, lad? Yeah, remember, that, back that, in the day, fucking... Adam Anderton. Yeah, basically, Mike, that was, uh, as you just mentioned there, yeah, he must be the hardest man on the planet then, if he's if he's torn his, his ACL. And I, I I didn't even see a limp. That's why I was so optimistic. No. The, uh, I thought, he's all right there. Just, I thought he was walking a little bit gingerly, but no limp. So for him to be, uh, to walk off the pitch as, as well as he did, has he done more damage by doing so? I, I don't know, I'm not a doctor, but... I just look at these NFL players, these big so-called hard men, and they're getting carted off mm. on the back of some sort of vehicle, aren't they, in tears? Yeah. With injuries, basically. So for, for him to uh, to walk off as freely as he, as he did and, and obviously to have sustained the injury that he has... Yeah, he's a, he's a bigger man than me. Like, he, took it, uh, he took it well, didn't he? I mean, I managed to, to walk away from the, uh, the fatal... Badge incidents that I've spoke about <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah, but uh, you what did you have in your at the time about ten pints? I was going to say I, yeah, that, yeah. Like, I was in pure, pure pintman form, like yeah, I had about nine pints in me at the time. So yeah, quite impressive. He, he walked off as he did. Fucking hell, I'd be careful what you wish for a bit. We were asking for an aggro derby, weren't we? We were talking to Reedy saying how how timid it's been the last decade or so. It's like ninety. Well, you were. It's like ninety minutes in Vietnam, wasn't it? It's was insane. Yeah, obviously we were on the receiving end to blow the the derby ended in a draw. You can you can probably say that Everton were well and truly the winners, really, given yeah. obviously the the list of injuries that we've had to come out of it, and, and obviously the contravention controversial circumstances surrounding what what should have really been the Henderson winner. So although it was was a, a draw in results, certainly say that uh, Everton were the uh, were the winners on the day. And, and obviously, given what's what's transpired since, like, but yeah, I don't know what you made of it, really. Just just pick for these. Well, where you start? I suppose you, you start no better place than the Oxford Pickford and uh, Van Dyke. The tackle, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, well, it wasn't really a tackle, was it? A tackle is where you take the ball. It was a far. Let's let's call a spade a spade. An assault, know. maybe. I think you might might probably. I don't think. Yeah, at the same time, I think Subi was probably exaggerating a, a touch. I'm sure, I'm sure there wasn't any intent there, but for him to run in at the height he did, so it's in the eye, the, the ferocity he did, I don't know. He's what just... did Suey, what did Suey give it? I mean, it's quite ironic, Suey moaning about a, a high tackle, isn't it? Like, you know, we... Well, this is it, yeah, exactly, but he, he, yeah, he, he went with the assaults, yeah. Oh, did he? Did he use the word assault? I just think it was top shit outsidey, really, from him. He'd done the job, he'd blocked the ball, he'd, you know, even if it wasn't offside, I feel like he'd... He'd made the block and he'd made Virgil not have an angle to shoot at. And I think he's 
there's two frames of it. It, it, it. I sent to a couple of couple of mates, and it, he didn't need that wraparound. That wraparound was completely aggro, like you know what I mean. And he's thought, I'm I'm gonna fucking take him out. I'm sure he hasn't had in his mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a season on the line, like. But it was he's definitely definitely lunged at him. Was it a bit of retribution? You know, Virgil kind of set the tone a little bit, didn't he, with that little nudge on Rodriguez early on? Is that maybe in his mind? Is he? There's a difference, though, with a little nudge and, and, and basically effectively ending someone's season. So if that's what he did have in his mind, it literally it, it literally did add insult to injury, the fact that obviously there was no punishments on the day for Pickford, nor is there going to be any retrospective action as well. Obviously, he's got previous... Mm. I said to you, didn't I, during the game, I, I couldn't believe, because whenever the camera was going to him, he almost looked off his barnas. I, yeah. I was saying to you, and I, I couldn't believe how much nervous energy that he burns off during the game. And obviously I'd made the quip that it was uh, quite reminiscent of a, uh, of a David Price ring walk. <laughs> um, I'm surprised, I'm really surprised he can last, last the 90 minutes. Yeah, he's mad. He's mad, isn't he? Yeah, because obviously I don't watch Everton games, do I? No, why would I? And I know obviously you're... Uh, being the Everton sympathiser that you know, you probably watch more than what I do, but couldn't believe it. He's just pacing his box, he's almost talking to himself, he's looks very on edge, doesn't he? Jonathan Wilson was writing about him in the uh, in the Observer on Sunday, and exactly that. He was just talking about his energy and saying that he, he's kind of a he's kind of a perfect goalie for how football's got at the moment, how frantic and wild it is. Ancelotti's got a decision to make whether he wants to go along and go ahead with that kind of wildness. He called him, I think he called him a human Jaeger bomb. Uh, I, th- I think I think he described him as, but I just think he's a fucking psychotic super meth. I don't know. He's he's definitely got the odd world he's saving the locker, Annie, but he's not my sort of goalie. He doesn't look a common influence on the back four. He will pull a, a crazy fucking... I don't know how he gets his little arms on some of them, lad. How he pulled that massive header out of the net was was insane. He was, he was man of the match. We'll get on to this later. We'll get on to read these picks later. Because he was man of the match, lad. He, he had the biggest impact on the game. He kept them in it with a couple of fucking fantastic saves. And obviously... It's Alexander-Arnold. It's a brilliant save by Pickford. It's in towards Matic, and it's a brilliant save what by Pickford. Save. Absolutely outstanding. Put our game plan out the window by, by taking Van Dijk out, but... Um... I'm sure you'll find the man of the match was Thiago, who I'd put up to you, and yet again, you're obviously rob our listeners by not putting it on the Instagram page, but yeah, we, we, we will come on we to will. that. We'll, um, we'll come on to all yeah, that, It's certainly, yeah. like you say, not something you want, you want to see from your goalie. You want someone a little bit more calm and collected, but he is mad, absolutely mad. What was your uh, what was your take on the game as a whole? Obviously, I was going to say, yeah, yeah I, thought we were out, I thought we were outstanding, lad. I, I, really I did. Do. I thought... Really pleased. Renewed I... sense of optimism, really, for, for, for the season ahead, in, in spite of, of obviously what's, what's happened with the... With Van Dyke, I thought we were top drawer. And even being brutally honest, I was a little bit disappointed with Everton. I know we played as well as we did. And ultimately, they got the draw and, and they'll take the draw all day. And there's no doubt they're improving under Ancelotti. And I suppose there's, there's positive, positives from an Everton's perspective in terms of see Carver Lewin getting another goal. Rodrigo looks mustard. I think Luca Dean's really good left back. But thought on the whole, I was quite disappointed with them, really. And I, I thought it was as if at, at times they were just playing for corners, balls into the box. Obviously, that's, yeah. that's one of the strengths going forward. And, and ultimately, you've got the equaliser. But. And all that times in the game, it was as if they were just playing for corners. It was direct. It was direct, wasn't it? And and you've got Rodri- well, that's one word for it. I'd say Wimbledon esque. To yeah. be honest with, yeah, from your uh, beloved Blue Boys. So I was, I, yeah, I was a little bit disappointed in them, but I don't know whether that was more so just how well we played. I, I thought we were on our top top game there. I thought Thiago Robertson, Mane. <sighs> I mean, Thiago was slow for the first 10, 15 minutes. I think he snotted the COVID out of him, didn't he? You know what I mean? You've got to remember he's just bounced back from. From that, you've seen some of the NBA players who've been off for weeks. Kendrick Nunn, um, so, so some of the other players have really not got back into the stride for a few weeks after having that. And um, Robertson, I thought Robertson was absolutely outstanding, you know. He's been our best player this season, Robertson. I know Salah and Mane are back to, to the best and they'll get a lot of the headlines and plaudits and rightly so. And obviously, Thiago, in the, the small sample size we've seen from him, is, is, is another level, which we'll come on to. But I think Robertson, 
is for me, without doubt, being our, our player of the season so far. He has been mustard. I thought Fabinho like, was outstanding. Outstanding, Fabinho, next to um, Tiago. Oh, hang on a minute. Do you want to repeat that? Yeah, I thought he was outstanding. Yeah, Povey. Fabinho, you know mate? Do you think I'm just not going to give him credit? It's like the what? What does he turn like? The 914, did you say? Well, he had no one going past him, did he? Evan didn't have any midfielders breaking past him, so he was all right on that front. But on the ball... This is a bigger revelation than Reedy out himself as a Liverpool fan last week. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to give credit? I was reading John Lydon over the weekend, Johnny Rotten, and he said, don't get entrenched in an opinion. If it changes a bit, if someone has an outstanding game, you've... You've got to give credit, haven't you? And he was fucking outstanding for being here. His tackling, his timing was unreal. But you've got to give credit to Everton as well. What did Reedy say to us last week, Popey? He's seen a bit of steel in them, whereas when they'd lose a goal in the past, they'd fold maybe, their heads would go. They have bounced back twice against us at our, at our very best. So I Bit think... too much steel, though, at times. Obviously, Richarlison sent off rightly so. Yeah, he mean in a few debatable yeah. aerial challenges help. You don't mind that, but as long as it's within the uh, cap within the laws of the game, and, and obviously Pickford and, and, and Richarlison is, uh, yeah, it's probably what the, the derby will, will forever be remembered mm. for. Say, I don't think I don't think Richarlison. I, I know Richarlison got the red card, and Pickford got not retrospect, no retrospective action, which was mad, wasn't it? I mean, the VAR if it's yeah, off, of if it's offside, if the winner's offside, it's offside. My, um, Henderson's. Well, I've, I've probably got a bigger bone of contention with, with, with that than actual. Well, this is the thing, though. But I. Uh, but John Wilson, right, right about that. They haven't looked at Pickford's properly, but then they've they've choked the goal off. He said it's like a, a parking attendant. Right now, t- a ticket for your, for your parking fine while someone's got a fucking crowbar getting into the back of your car. <laughs> how can you? How can analogy, you, lad, yeah. How can you take a goal off with that and, and not look at the not look at the pick for chance? And there's no retrospective action either, which like, which is mad. I thought they might have even made an exception given obviously the faults and, and, and obviously what's what's transpired since the game. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. There's, there's there's no retrospective action whatsoever. But just going back to Thiago, lad, it's. <laughs> Do you know what I was, I was more impressed with? Obviously, we, he's come with this reputation as a pass master and, and he's shown it again uh, on Saturday, but it's tackling that. Yeah. And ball retention. It's I've, I've, I know. I've seen anything like it. I'm surprised he was getting stuck in as much as he was, but not just getting stuck in his timing of his tackles. Yeah. Lad. I'd yeah. argue his tackling is as good as his passing, which I never expected to see. We know Ladder's distribution. We know he's one of the best passers in the world. We know he's a baller. Oh, his tackling lad is impeccable. I know, I know. He's like I, I describe. Believe it. I described him in our WhatsApp group. He just he's like a little Spanish matador, isn't he? He's like nobody can get near him. He's only missing a fucking red blanket, isn't he? He should just play with a little beret on. <laughs> I mean, Gomez was like an old sweaty fucking snorting bull, wasn't he? There, Gomez, Everton's Gomez couldn't get near him. Run absolutely fucking ragged, wasn't he? All game and. The problem you'd have got with him now, and we knew this coming in, and he did say about this, our midfielders are very, very, very combative. Wijnaldum, the tough hard, he don't miss many games. He's, his body does break down a bit. You usually, I think you'd average about 25, 25 games a season off him in all competitions, like he has had injuries over the last few years. And well, if there is going to be a winning goal in this one, you might just put it down in the bracket. There's Richarlison and Thiago he's coming together. Off, I, think, I think it's going to be a red card for Richarlison. I think the problem for Richarlison, his foot is so high going into the challenge. It's a, it's a, it almost is a leg breaker. Yeah. Mm. You know, I think he's been unlucky with COVID, Danny, but then he's he's injured again. I know it was a, a bit of a bad tackle. As I say, I, I don't think Richarlison was anywhere near as bad as Pickford's. I, I think it was a bit of a forwards challenge. I think he lost control a bit. If you look again, I think he slipped. It was a bad challenge. Obviously, studs up and he's he's injured. Probably our best player, but I think it's. Pickford, who I'd rather not be in this city rather than uh, Richarlison over over the next few weeks. <laughs> fucking hell, he's going to have a bit of a tough time. And he'd think, Geordie, like it's going to be like Nick Barnby wearing a Schwartz sticker in this city for him in certain parts, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Luckily for him, we're in tier three lockdown, so he'll probably just use <laughs> that as an excuse to stay in. If he's got any sense anyway. But I thought, yeah, Thiago, just, just, just to round up on him, I, I, to me he's like a Mascarano and Shabby Alonso hybrid. Yeah, so, yeah. Distribution and the and 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 the 
the vision of, of Alonso, but then he's got the tackling and, and, and obviously the reading of the game of Mascarano. So it's probably say he's a hybrid of the two, which is a which is quite the compliment. Yeah, he's got a bit of the, he's got a bit of the Barca lads as well, and he's got a bit of the shabby shabbies and, and, and Iniesta in him as well. well he's so cultured, yeah. He's so honestly, lad, we're lucky to have him. I go as far as saying I was I was more concerned about his injury than Van Dyke's. Yeah. yeah. I, and I was hoping that he wouldn't be out for the season. And the fact he it doesn't look as serious, and, and obviously we're going to get more information today after Klopp's press conference. Yeah. Um, I just think through Thiago alone, if you can keep him fit, I've got a renewed sense of optimism for the season. I think we're going to be like we were in the first couple of seasons with Klopp. We're going to concede more goals naturally that there's no Van Dijk, but I think we'll outscore teams. And I think with the... The service that Thiago's going to give the likes of Salah and, and, and Mane, they'll just have an absolute field day. I think they'll both get 30 plus in all comps. And, and who knows, you, your boy Firmino cut might get 14 in the league. But uh, that well, seems, uh, well, seems a long way off. Well, I wanted to talk about that. Did I not mention this the other day? You're saying we'll outscore teams. We, we've got to start finishing better, Popey. We, are, we look great. We are creating loads. But again, we're not deadly, are we? What did I say to you two weeks ago? Everton are one of the most deadly teams at the moment. They convert their chances. When they're on top for a period in the game, seem to score. And I feel like we're still missing that a little bit. You know, Salad as well as he played, he fluffed a couple, didn't he, in the box. A couple of chances went begging there. Bobby Firmino... It's not sust- in terms of Everton being ruthless, it's not sustainable through the season. I think it's peaks and troughs, really. They'll, they'll go through a spell. Five, six, seven games where they're not as, as, as ruthless or as efficient in front of goal as what they're being now. And I don't know, I think things will improve. And I just think, obviously, you've got Robertson certainly since had its bad start of the season, but you still got a service from the right. Whether that will change with Van Dyke being injured, the protection he gives our full backs, who knows, as to whether they'll be as, uh, yeah, they'll have as many assists or they'll be as, uh, as much of a threat going forward. But I certainly think. Thiago from midfield, the service he gives you, he's going to be giving you three or four chances by himself a game. So I, I do agree with what you're saying. We do need to be more, more clinical. But I'm, I'm, I'm sure that'll come. Can we just, uh, we'll stay on the derby for a minute. Can we just go on to the, the outpouring from fans now? Yeah, I think we were all a bit devoured about Virgil. You, you, you're going to be, aren't you, as a footy fan? And, and certainly from me, from an, from an investment point, it, it wasn't a... Wasn't great news, obviously the injury, and I'm, I'm looking out for a uh, for a lengthy period of time. But some of the some of the backlash, lad, some of the some of the outpouring from I've been sent, what do you mean? I've been sent some bits. Oh, just just some of our fans, lad. Some of the some of the the worst ones. There's, there's a fella singing Whitney Houston on his Twitter to Virgil. Brilliant. About him getting better on his way to work and his eyes. Just overly emotional outpourings. I felt like almost upset how much he's changed his life over the last couple of years. We'll be with you every step of the way and all that. Brilliant. Lad, you're, you, you, what, you're taking exception to this, are you? Just, just too much, lad. It's, it's just nausea. No, too little, if you ask me. Put it this way, if I was on social media then, I would have been serenading a big sexy Dutchman with, uh, with your song by Elton John. My gift is my song. This one's for you You can tell everybody This is your song Maybe quite simple Now that it's done I hope you don't mind I hope you don't mind That I put down in words Lad, you'd swear he'd been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, like, looking at some of, <laughs> some of the posts. It's, it's heavy, it's heavy. And, and what but about... you're not being clad, come on, are you that gullible? Do you not think a lot of it's fucking just ironic, tongue-in-cheek? No. There's Ivis on on the way into work, obviously he's fucking doing it for banter. No, 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 these aren't banter merchants, these are half-fell fellas. What about the, bat- the fella in the Batman suit outside, fucking the Dixie Dean Hotel? Liverpool fan, do you see that? Got me quite cross But the sun's been quite kind While I wrote this song It's for people like you that Keep it What, the Mickey Mouse Hotel? Well, we'll get on to him in a bit because I was telling Blue Mickey your thoughts about Dixie Dean being fictional that you've expressed on this uh, on this podcast Me, me, me thoughts or facts? <laughs> well, show me the footage, isn't it, of Dixie Dean? Fucking right, yeah. 
I don't know. I just think it's a little bit. It's a little bit OTT, and it just. It just. Obviously, send them your regards. We're all a bit gutted. You know, your your talisman at the back is out, but. No, I think that's what makes us Liverpool at the end of the day. And uh, I don't see, I think it's been underplayed. If anything, I'm not, I'm not into the gushing, like I'm not into the gushing. I'll dig some of the pearlers out. Obviously, obviously, some of, some of my blue mates have sent me them and gone, "Wow, what, what, what's going on here?" Like, Can I just say, though, lad, only you could turn this round, on Liverpool fans. I hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind that I put down in words. How wonderful life is for you. You've got Everton fans celebrating Van Dyke's injury. I wanted to get Better on that. Not exactly, you know. But yeah, you come on to that, but you start with all Liverpool fans. You know, I had a cup of tea with me mate Rory yesterday, and he's got he's got to see someone like Van Dyke go out injured. Nobody who's decent wants that. I would fucking have hated Fabinho to go through Rodriguez and he's out for the season. Genuinely, lad, I, I just it's not what you it's not what you want to see, is it? And but what about this is another one talks of protest and the results on a march and things like that. Wow, I mean that's a little. What's that like? This is news to me. I just seen there was just murmurings from certain. Anfield boards and message boards saying we should protest the results. We should hit the streets and march. <laughs> because of the but you, do, you not feel, do you not feel as though Liverpool were robbed lad in every sense yeah but I just think yeah, it's just football you've just got to get on with it we had loads of VARs last year didn't we and the year before that have that have helped us on the way to the title I mean it's just absolutely fucking nauseating to go down that road and protest it it's like come on fucking hell get on with it it's a, it's a derby it's horrible Pickford's a knobhead he should get all the shit that he deserves but it's a derby. These tackles happen, and you know to play devil's advocate, we've seen horror tackles from Coit, from from Gerrard's on Naismith was was fucking outrageous, wasn't it? I can, I, I can take all this. I, I can I can actually I can take what happened to. I can't necessarily take the fact that there'll be no punishments whatsoever. No, no. I can take it, but what I, what I refuse to take though is uh, Henderson's goal. I still don't understand. Has there been clarification as to what part of him was was offside? It looks because like it looks. It's like he's say about it as a club, and it, rightly so. I, I'm, I'm totally confused. The more and more I look at it, the more onside he appears. Mm. I don't. I don't. And it's also subjective in terms of what what frame they chose because yeah. what we're using the ball's well and truly off Thiago's foot. It does that, look like it does look like it's off Thiago's foot. I know. This is the thing with me and I, John. What's talking about? What is the rule Like, what is it as the ball leaves? Should it be as contact's made with the ball? I don't quite understand what's what. Yeah, it's, it's I, too ambiguous. I, I reckon, I, I, I was saying to lads, I reckon Bill Kenwright's climbed in the fucking VAR box there, you know, lost his mind, and he's promised a fella <laughs> some fucking season ticket, West End tickets when it all opens back up or something. I think um, I think Bill's, yeah. Bill's had a say there. <laughs> in the well, you're, talk, you're talking about marches and that army, Jimmy Lee, who we've mentioned a few times on this pod, is, uh, is, is boycotting football, he said. Yeah. His major gripe is is obviously with the with Henderson's goal. That was chalked off. So yeah. he basically said to me, I'm detached from football until they change the offside rule. Utterly pointless and make some mockery out of the game. Let me know when they change the law. So Jimmy's yeah. gone. A man of the law himself. He's uh, a man of man of principles, obviously. So he's very, he, very much so. Yeah, he's uh, out until until the, until the law changes. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's vest, he's investing all of his, uh, his, his 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 time as a sports fan, part uh, and, and sort of participants into cycling. So basically, he's described cycling as a sport in which the laws I in which the laws I can live with. Inclusive of mass doping. <laughs> that's, that's easier for him to digest than uh, the offside law in football. So, so blood transfusions and EPO, he, he's happy with that over, over he's all VAR. Right with that. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's okay with that. Fucking hell. I mean, I think the less said about protests at the moment, the, the better. I, I think the city. Liverpool's gone mad. The, these anti-vaxxers and masker protests. Oh my god, lad, I can't. Uh, can't get me head around it really, to be honest with you. But um... yeah, mad lad, man. It is. It's it's going to be one of them seasons, which we mentioned a few times. But I seen you on there. Uh, I had a little look on Instagram over the weekend. Yeah. And me, you're in whatever it's called, whatever the video section is. Looks like you were uh, 
trying to have it with Blue Mick. What's going on there? Gesturing headbutts towards him and everything. <laughs> no, that was my point on VAR. That was me saying to him, right, OK, if, if Virgil was offside and the game had stopped, say Piffle would have headbutted him, would that get no action because because the, the game's dead? Do you know what I mean? I don't really get how it, how it works. In I couldn't hear that. It just, yeah, you would you gesticulate towards him. It looked like it was like getting a little bit aggressive. And... Why not? You know where I go? That's what he said yesterday. He was saying to me, ah, oh, we should have beat us. No. Getting beat 7 2 and then getting the points I away. Shattered that league always. Isn't that bad, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I say, I've been made all the points. You did say that to me. Did I? Yeah. And the honour about Arling the number one. Pickford. Right. That a fat thing he's fucking ever done. Who's that? Pickford. Pickford. I don't know, you know. The best thing he ever done. Come on, mate. Hey, hey! What about that World Cup? He was good in that World Cup. The fucking one. He's done well there, Danny. Have done you been well. on cloud nine for the last oh, couple I of days? I don't want to do Hey! <laughs> Well, we're going to be up there for one more week. Only one? Why? Oh, there might be. Why? Who's, the, who's the closest now? Is it all second? Villa, Villa tonight, is it? Villa, Villa tonight. You have to fucking pay for it. And I'm not paying for them. Fucking awful. Your blue scented veil was starting to slip. <laughs> well, I think Blue Mick wants it with you next time you're in the village, lad. We'll have to go for a walk and see if you can go uh, go ahead to Edward. He wasn't happy with your Dixie Dean shout. He was giving you a little bit of stick. He, down the line, if you do cry off like you have done in the past for a game of golf and you can't make your shower, I think I've got a ready-made replacement for you there, haven't I? Um, in Blue Mick, very opinionated. So why go on? What, what, so what, so basically, were you in the pub by the way? Because it looked like you were outside the pub at the time. Yeah, we had a little that, that derby. Yeah, we went for a long walk after that derby. Had a pint of Guinness and uh, I come home had to have an hour's meditation session. It, yeah, it really, it really not. What after listening derby. to Blue Mick? <laughs> That as well, that on top, yeah. We were... So what, he took exception to the Dixie Dean shows? He's just having a laugh, like, yeah, he was just... He, well, he was just bigging him up, saying, saying, could Calvert-Lewin get after it? Get after a 60-goal record? <laughs> I'm in the shit, aren't I? With that best? Oh, fucking nice. <laughs> hey, you could be an old fucking Dixie Dean. Hey. 60. Yeah. 60 in a year. 60 in a year. Yeah. Yeah, no one ever do that, will he? No. Well, Pope reckons he it didn't. It? Yeah, we've got a mate who thinks it never happened. He will. Who? Dixie, Dixie Dean. Says, exactly. Where's the, said, where's the footage of There's it? no footage. It just doesn't reckon it happened. I got, I'm, I'm the same. That's what I made Pope says. I fucking know it happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, we play Arsenal. The last game. You used to? Yeah, no. Dixie Dean. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he needed fucking three. To break the record? To, no, not to break the record. To cut the fucking record. Oh, to, to start? It, to it oh, right, okay. Yeah. yeah. And it will never fucking be beaten. What was it? Was that in the, just a league? Just league, yeah. In the league. How many games was it, though? Robbie Fowler would have got 650 in this team. Robbie would have. Robbie Fowler would have got 50. You no, know, he would have in this club <laughs> team. If he'd have played on the club, he'd have got 70. I'd sell it, yeah. Who's your favourite, Mick? Who's your favourite player? Player. Uh, All-time ever, Everton uh, player. You're going to fucking say, say, Mick Lyons. Don't know, don't know Mick Lyons. Lyons. Dad know, oh, for fuck's sake. He will run through a brick wall. Yeah. yeah. He will die with Everton. Yeah. Mick Lyons, eh? Yeah. Was he 80s, Mick? 70s. 70s, Mick yeah. Lyons. Yeah. He will fuck all with Everton, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and you... Oh, we'll see. Yeah, it's just me relaying. He's just responding to, to stuff I'm relaying to him. But Calvert-Lewin, you touched on him there before. I, as you know, I don't know if I've said on the podcast before, I've actually got a bet on him not to score 18 Premier League goals against a, a mate, Mr Fonseca. Looks like I'll be buying Mr Fonseca's Christmas tree, doesn't it? The way he's going, like. Seven, eight, what is he? A seven or eight now? You care to uh, to share with us how much the bet's for? Like, is Sorry. it... Is it, is it... Some nah, it's 100 quid. 100 quid we've gone. Under over. Same as half a me, I'll bet, yeah. <laughs> That's 20 quid, lad. We've checked the tape back, <laughs> haven't we? Unfortunately. I've got a funny I've got a funny story about me, mate. Mr. Fonseca actually will call him. He was telling me a couple of weeks ago. He used to live in Tony Warner's flat in uh, in town. He's renting he was his landlord, Tony Warner. Um one, yeah. one day they found um they found an alarm 
an old an old wardrobe in the basement, looking yeah. looking through it, and it had his uh, it had his therapy notes in it. <laughs> with his, uh, his, I think it was a sports psychologist at the time. Must have been a bit of a pioneer, you know, back in the nineties. He was fucking so, right, yeah. And he was, uh, he was uh, for anyone who doesn't know Tony Warner who's listening. He was a uh, backup for David James. Yeah, fucking. I mean, he must have been crap, mustn't he? If he couldn't get a game over calamitous David James, like over FIFA addicted David he James. He was a psychologist. No, he didn't. But he found his notes anyway, and uh, a lot of the sessions seemed to centre around him being distracted on the bench and uh, and actually getting an hard on while he was <laughs> while he was at the game. What? Wow. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> I said, I said to me, mate. I said to Mister Fonseca, I said, look, can I get this story out there on the podcast? He said, yeah, fucking too right. The prick kept the deposit on us because there was some damage to a wardrobe. Fucking absolutely so, get it out there. So again, just just a world exclusive here. Tony Warner used to get an hard on on the bench. <laughs> According to these notes, uh, you know, uh, allegedly, yeah, allegedly, allegedly you know, if he was asked to warm up, not that you usually see goalies warm up, he just has to take an extra five. Sounds like he was already warmed, doesn't it? Keeps me up all night. It feels like it feels like we can never stop. Keeps me up all night. It feels like. It feels like we can never stop. <laughs> Sounds like he was raring to go, wherever he was called. <laughs> That's quite the revelation, anyway. Yeah, the show's full of them this week. It is. Last week's was a, oh, it was an epic edit. It felt like I had it in two shows, really. It was the Reedy section and then our section after it. Were you happy with your listen back, Poppy? Did you enjoy Peter? Really, yeah, very much so, mate. Yeah, I was, I was proud of it to be honest with you. Um, although I can see what have we we've garnered an extra ten followers on Insta. Yeah. I may add a, a, a hugely insignificant extra ten followers on Instagram. I don't even know if that's possible, really. When when uh, Peter Reed has over one hundred and fifty thousand followers on Twitter, and he retweeted the episode, so um, yeah, as proud as I am of. Last week's episode and the positive feedback I've had about last week's show. Yeah, I was expecting, uh, I was expecting a little bit more. Shall we say? You're obsessed with the ratings, like Don King. Keeps me up all night. It feels like, it feels like we can never stop. Can see him in, <laughs> in, in Brody waving your little American flags about, and your denim jackets. <laughs> Listen, cult classic, not bestseller. All you can do. Tell is... me though, I, 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 I don't know whether you got the figures to man, but it must have been in terms of listens to the show. It must have been a record for for us. Yeah, I think it was. Listen. Yeah, it was our, our most listened to show. Yeah, everyone, Lots everyone seems to enjoy it. He, he was brilliant, Wally, and and I would genuinely like to have him on again. I know, obviously, you'd like to explore other guests, but I think with what's gone on in this derby, I think a, a rematch with Reedy would be fucking sensational, wouldn't it? Before the next one. I think so, and he was great, and, and as I say, I had a lot of, lot of good feedback, and, and I appreciate the fact that he did go out of his way to, to obviously retweet, but he, he retweeted a, a couple of your messages to him, didn't he, on Twitter, as well as, as the episode, so... Uh, I don't know if people missed that on Twitter, or, and I think the Twitter might be where it's at for the podcast, you know, lad, I think you can get more people involved, and more listeners to your show, so I'm going to spend a bit of time on it. We are, it is my account, at Tatum, but... It is under the name My Conversations with the Pope. So, yeah, get involved on Twitter as well as Instagram at My Convos with the Pope on Instagram. Yeah, I did message Reedy uh, during all the madness in the first half and uh, I did say, fucking hell, did you uh, did you have a word with Pickford? Let him know what Pope you've been saying about him. Fire him <laughs> up a bit. And he just, come, him, he just come back with fair challenge and a monkey uh, emoji with the uh, with, with the hands over the over the face like yeah so double on Sunday absolutely yeah the monkey's heed was it the Newcastle fans monkey's <laughs> heed yeah but uh, no for all the positive feedback we got uh, for last week's show and, and the Peter Reid interview in particular uh, our mate Tommy Nello Tom, Tom Ed, who's had a few shout outs on the show and again we welcome all feedback positive negative or otherwise he was telling me that. He, he didn't necessarily agree or, or like the background music for the Peter Reid interview. I think to quote him, he said, if I listen to an interview, then I want to hear the person speak. Wow, really? Not, I mean, <laughs> Don't play that song on the jukebox tonight. 
the one that tells about someone's unfaithful wife. It sounds as though it's a little bit of an all-out attack on you. Know, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Other people, have, other people have really enjoyed it. Thought it had the, the real nostalgic scouse elements to the... Uh, to proceedings, but, but whatever. I mean, you know. Don't take it personally, lad. You know what I mean? We're self deprecating. And as I say, we welcome all feedback, so. Can't please them all. Just on Tommy Nello, I thought it was absolutely tremendous. Him and our mate, another listener, Moss. They uh, <laughs> they went to Parklands. Was it the Parklands pub? Can't remember. They went to one of the pubs anyway. And newly married. Yeah, yeah. To, to avoid the tier three restrictions and mixing with households, they actually uh, put themselves down as a newly newly married couple. So uh, congratulations to uh, <laughs> to the new. Congratulations, boys. And you know, yeah, good to good to see them out there being proud. Let you go to way to go out to watch a game of footy. I know, I know, and that's the way it is at the moment, isn't it? That's the way it is. Speaking of Reedy, you were you were nominating him prematurely, very prematurely for his shout for Pickford, man of the matches, Keegan of the week. Should we should we segue into the to the Keegan of the week? Thirty-four caps, he's not scored. Do you now? You know him better than anybody, probably. Do you back him to score quickly? Yes or no? Yes. Stand by because Pickford, regardless of, of your thoughts on on the game or, or man of the match, you should have been man of the match. He didn't get it ultimately, so he put him up as, as man of the match. Tremendous shout, though, lad. No, not really. No, again, I want to touch on this. Can I just ask you? You, you messaged me before the game asking you about for a man of the match, and I was assuming that it was for the for the page or so it was. Could, uh, it, yeah, it was for Twitter. Yeah. So did you did you put it out there? There's no market on man of the match of the game. Nowhere on odds checker. Nowhere on William Miller usually do it. It seems there's been that much controversy over the man of the match award that they'll only do it on Sky because a commentator gives it. BT games, you, you you don't. It appears you don't get a man of the match market because they haven't given it on the broadcast a lot of times this season. By all accounts, it's gone to the the national press vote. So yeah, there, there was no market unfortunately, and it, and it would have been a great shout, Thiago, man of the match. You, you, You'd probably got about eight to one. I'd, I'd imagine Popey. So I picked him. Yeah. So, so for full transparency, I, I picked Thiago, man of the match. So, why is it that Reedy's getting all applauded when he's picked Pickford? I just thought Who's, it was a good shout. I, ju- I just thought our best defender. He's fucking conceded three goals, regardless of Henderson's goal being choked off or not. And then he should have really kept Henderson shot out. So I don't know why you're uh, yeah you're giving him all applauds when I'm the one who's picked man of the match. Put it this way, if it was in if it was in um, basketball terms, he would be the MVP of the game, wouldn't he? You, would you not think he was most valuable? He, he took Van Dijk out. Wow, okay. So is that part of... Well, he just was the most impactful and, and he made two absolutely amazing saves, like unbelievable saves. So that's now part of the criteria, yeah. If you take players out, then that, that, that should take, be taken into consideration when awarding man of the match. I think wow. he could have been man of the match. I think because of the challenge, probably he didn't get it. I think McManaman would have gone with it. Could have, would have, should have, Brian. Peter, you did him with that, didn't you, last week? I know I nominated Uncle Billy last week. Oh, lad, that was so funny, you know, when I listened to it back as well. I, 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 I sensed it at the time, but it was it was more just sensed it than anything else. But then when I listened to the episode back, lad, honestly, I was, I was in bits. Well, I want to double and, down on that. I want to double down on that. I think I'd like to I'd like to nominate you for the Uncle Billy shout. I think the way you, the way you tried to go over again with it with Reedy and you tried to reiterate and, and get a little bit more... A little bit more information on how much he knew him. I, I think possibly you this week, given the Uncle Billy shout to Reedy, I think that could, could possibly be. <sighs> well, as a kid, Do you remember I... Billy Smith? I was going back a while yeah. now, innit? But apparently yeah, he's I do. Yeah, I do. From I the Johns and 
yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It, it was 50 years ago, mate. It was a long time. So all I was trying to do is rejog his memory, just try and familiarise himself with, with old Uncle Bill. But yeah, he, he didn't seem to be having any of it, did he? I think my my clean derby shout goes in. I think I'd happily nominate myself on a couple again. I said there's been no cards at the derby over the last few years. So I think that goes in. And I think my uh, right harking back to pre-season, my Trent Alexander player of the year shout, he's, he's, lost, a, he's lost a plot, Trent, hasn't he? He's forgot how to defend. Oof, yeah. Well, you mentioned Trent there. I'd like to highlight your um, another one of your anti-posts, Firmino, top yeah. scorer. I'd say that's... Um, that's more shocking, really, than your Trent shout. Blobby, blobby Firmino. Yeah, yeah. I'll leave Brazil and speed, darling. He's struggling, isn't he? He's struggling. I heard Klopp talking about him last week, saying that he's, he's seriously not concerned. Yeah, bad as goes. He scored two for, for Brazil in the week and assisted. And it does make you think, is it just like a mental thing now? It's just getting his head that he hasn't... He scored so little for Liverpool recently, I don't know. Think it wouldn't stick- surprise me if he scores over this week in the Champions League. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. He's got a relatively good record in the Champions League, but that doesn't obviously translate over into the Prem. I don't know why, but... No, no. We'll... Other than other than your Firmino shout, another bad shout again last week, Sheffield United. Very lucky to escape with the draw there. Mm. Yeah, really, a lot, a lot of, your, lot of your, your, your bad shouts on the show and... Yeah, they're adding up like week by week. Sheffield United were absolutely battered. I don't know if you watched the game that I did. They had six one on ones in the first half. It was just one of them. You don't take your chances. You don't. You don't win matches in this in this league, do you? And they came back. It's it's quite rich of you throwing that. What was that eleven to ten? You couldn't get eight to thirteen home on the on the Indianapolis Colts. Couldn't get a couldn't get a spread better. Oh, I did, didn't I? No. What did I put them up? Minus what four? Minus four. Minus four, five and a half on it. No, 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 listen to it back. I think it was minus four, yeah, and the four. So, it was, so you uh, got a push on an eight to 13. Brilliant, yeah, exactly. I think, um, yeah, if you're not first, you'll last stay. It's all well and good saying you missed six one-on-ones, but ultimately you should have took that into consideration before putting them up as yet. Possibly, so, yeah, yeah, because that has been the problem. The show further. That has With been... you, obviously, it was an issue for them scoring goals. So. Yeah, definitely. And Brewster didn't come on for the second half. I thought he might have played Brewster with that in mind. And But to be honest with you, Pope, when you... When you're making predictions and you can't get, you can't just get bogged down in the results. You, you, you've got to, you've got to give yourself a bit of faith that you've seen something, that you've seen that the one team will be the better team. You know what I mean? And and don't get too, don't get too put off by the final outcome. If if they did dominate, like the and they could have won uh, as they should have, and I think that's exactly the same for Marcel. I put Marcel up as well, didn't I? I was absolutely shocked to find. I thought he was going to be about nine to four, maybe. To see him sixteen to one. Did you catch the fight Sunday nights, Marcel Braithwaite? I didn't, mate, but I, I, I'm, I'm guessing he got beat. Given that you put him up, he did. He lost. He lost on points, Marcel. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay. yep. He was a good lad, Jay Harris. He was really, really good. He's he's definitely world level, Jay Harris. And I think Marcel is not too far behind. He rocked them with one in the eighth, lad. I don't know how he stayed up. Uh, left from wow. World level. Is this the kid who works in the warehouse? Yeah. Yeah, it is. But unfortunately. Unfortunately, like during a, during a pandemic and down at them weights at the best of times, it's, it's hard to make big paydays. And he's come out of the fact that he fired. And like, it was a great fight, lad. If you can catch it back, it was absolutely brilliant. It's one of the best fights I've seen in ages. Certainly pissed all over the Lomachenko fight on Saturday night. A little bit. I just of... ask you though, Steve, just just be a little bit, bit more mindful of the show and be a little bit more selective with your tips of the week moving forward, rather than causing us further embarrassments. Great. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do see you. Say, it does seem the tips of the week just seems to go down, lad. I, I, honestly, I, I hate yours being... more so than mine. As I say, I put Thiago I'll give you the goods there, and all right, you couldn't find the market. Someone would have been taking uh, bets on it, exchange possibly. No, nobody, lad. Honestly, no market anywhere. It's usually William Hill and Skybet, but Skybet obviously with a B and B C didn't do it. You don't want to be one of them guys, but I actually had a winning week. I, I laid Chelsea against Southampton. <laughs> I laid um, I laid Man United half time, full time, and you can't. Uh, well, that's no good. We don't need to be hearing this. Certainly, the listeners don't need to be hearing this. I know. What can you Mainly, do? Put, put them up. Put the laser. Your mouth is rather well, than giving them the bad stuff, throwing them a few curveballs. Give them the so called good stuff that you're after time and would 
suggest you've uh, you've got? Well, we'll get on to it. We'll get on to the tip of the week, and we should we get on to the, the your favourite segment, the unlikely lookalikes, or are you, are you out? Not not like for you. Yeah, I, I still don't fully grasp it, but no, not for you there. Sorry. <laughs> It's been going down all right on, on social media, you know, the unlikely look um, I think James Rodriguez, should we stick with a derby one? I think, um, I don't know if you know the guy, the the Cuban astrologer and fortune teller, Walter Mercado. Have you ever seen that guy? Don't know him from Adam. I'll get him up again on the social media for your uh, amusers. Something's going on. I'll Google on. him now. I'll Google him now. Google him, lad. Well. Walter Mercado. It's an unlikely one. It's, it's, I think it's, he's the spit of him. Could be his old fella, I reckon. Maybe when uh, Walter's been doing a, a show on the road in, in Colombia back in the day. He's possibly... Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> is something going on with Rodriguez? Is he at the Botox? Is he at the Al Michael Jackson skin peels? Is he... Got is that something like that? Yeah, I think Walter Mercado's a mix between James Rodriguez and Pat Butcher. <laughs> Did you buy these pictures? Have you not watched the documentary on Netflix, Walter Mercado? No, is it a must must see? Like, yeah, just absolutely brilliant. I mean, if you like, um, if you like, like me and me and Uncle Douglas do, if you like. Um, Behind the candela- the candelabra, uh, the Michael Douglas one with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon you've got to get a bit of this in your life Walter Mercado honestly and Uncle... looks very flamboyant yeah a shout out to Uncle Douglas by the way he was 49 this week he uh, sent me a very funny vo- voice note as uh, as Michael Douglas's Liberace yeah saying that he's a uh, he'd rather be a San, San Francisco 69er than a 49 <laughs> oh yeah so mature oh yeah Give me a, uh, give me a San Francisco or 69er with Scotty any day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll slot that in. Yeah, a couple of the... on 50, I am. Happy birthday, mate. What's it? Any plans, do you know, stay? Or what is it on hold, obviously, with COVID? Or... On, on hold, yeah. He had a, had a couple of shandies and a, a bottle of Shabley in the house. Um little bit like Liberace, I think, yeah. Watched a, watched a bit of sport, a bit of entertainment and, and just enjoyed himself. It was actually... I wouldn't mind seeing all day Captain Sandy Pants back on the tour any say sometime soon. Obviously, I'm referring to our golf society there. The yeah. Benefits of the, uh, I know he was at a... He used to be an ever-present, really, didn't he? With his mate Barry back in the day. So, um, I know he's had a little bit of a hiatus, but yeah, um, if he wants to rejoin the society next year, then he'll, uh, he'll be welcome with open arms. And Barry listens to the show as well. And I'll I tell you what, that goes for all our listeners, that. I'd like to see a few of the listeners on the, on the tour when we start back up. Um, I think Sean Rooney... Yeah, some more so than others, yeah. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, Tommy Nello, if he carries <laughs> on. Fucking hell, the way he's talking. And I've seen him, I've seen... Have you heard, there's one golf story I've heard about Tommy Nello. I went there, but apparently... I was. Were you there when he got his driver out on the night first at Allen Nine all the hundred and ten yard? Yeah, yeah, he got his driver out, but but not even that. Then he then he got his four iron out when he was round the green. He put it by the uh, put it by the wall by the car park, you know, on the uh, <laughs> on the eighth hole. He went imagine right. he's the type who gets flustered as well. <sighs> there was no fluster on me. He was just smashing everything. Happy Gilmore, Tommy Gilmore. Oh, There's no finesse, no no touch around the green. No touch, but actually. Going back to Uncle Douglas, he gave me one for you, actually, a quite an unlikely lookalike. Um one he's one he's for for a while. He thinks um could be could be the first black pope on the cards. He thinks Pope he looks a little bit like Danny Welbeck. Oh, let's have a look. See we know Danny Welbeck from Man United fame that now Wafford striker, but Yeah, the Wafford striker. He thinks there's a look of Pope there. That. And extra points as well. It's what we want. Interracial lookalikes. Extra points on the unlo- unlikely lookalike. Uh, yeah, he's, 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 uh, yes. he, he's a slightly less tra- attractive version of me, I think. <laughs> you can, you can he see doesn't have roses, so he gets a few extra points for that. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And another one, I know you mentioned uh, slightly less good looking. You said that uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson was a slightly better looking lookalike than you last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That brings me to an unlikely lookalike by proxy because i seen Andy Ashton oh. putting up that he thought that Gilfie Sigurdsson actually looks like Father and Santola from The Sopranos. <laughs> so, oh, wow. does that mean oh, wow. does that mean Popey looks a little bit like uh, 
Carmella's flambe meat from, from New Jersey. <laughs> Go and have a look, lad. Father and Sinsola. Third obsession, yeah. Um... Any cold pasta? Uh, there was some ziti, but it all got eaten. The whole tray from last Sunday? Monsignor Jughead was here. If you are referring to Father in Tintola, yes, he was. Mm. He spent the night here. What'd you guys do for 12 hours? Play, uh, name that Pope? I don't know. It was on him, Annie. Let's have a look. It's, it's harder one to take that. Uh... <laughs> Sounds like he's wounded you there. I can see similarities, I suppose, yeah. Personality more so than anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's what a few of our Everton listeners will be saying and I've been saying over the last few weeks <laughs> got loads to go on lad should we move on to the tip of the week did you want to talk about anything else lad the NFL I mentioned the 49ers they, they actually got a win for you over the weekend for a change yeah I'm not getting too carried away if anything I'm more pessimistic about the season ahead for the 49ers now oh yeah the schedule's horrible isn't it than it was um than it was before Sunday's game. Just again, it's just another list of injuries coming out of the game. They're without um, Raheem Mostert, which is who's the, the running back, the, the, the starting running back for them. Yeah. And basically, he got injured just before half time. Come out for one snap in the second half, and then went off. He's got a high ankle sprain, going on injured reserve, probably out for about four or five Fucking weeks. Hell. Absolutely mustered with them in the first half. They were scoring points at will. Um, and then he gets injured and then all he gets is the field goal in the second half yeah um, it's, it's so worrying injured not really optimistic with the obviously the tough run they've got ahead I was actually state I was I think I was I looked into it in a bit more detail this morning do you know how many players top and first team players as well all backups 49ers have got injured at the minute and I'm not exaggerating I'll, I'll send you the list of them after the uh after this episode, they'd be like, you've got 20, 20 players injured. 20. It's heavy. 20. My Steelers are looking good, lad. Best team in football, I'd say, at the moment. 5-0. and I think they're, uh, they've been massively undervalued, the Steelers, and uh, I think they're going to go a long way, you know, lad. I know they've not, they've not played great teams, but they did have the... I think they've got the third easiest schedule in football, like pre-season, that was, that was forecast. So, uh, I think they're at least going to land that playoffs better, aren't they? And I think they can go a long way. I think they can. Uh, I think they might be the team who can shut down Mahomes and and, uh, and the Ravens as well, really. I do. Know, yeah, they, they, you, you can make a case for them being the best team in football at the minute, but I'd say that's more of a concern than anything. Because, what are we now, week six? Yeah. You really be the best team in football after week six. You want to be the best team of football going into the playoffs you want to have momentum so no I wouldn't I'd, I'd, I'd be more concerned than than, uh, than than optimistic about that to be honest with you yeah you don't want a Super Bowl in uh, October like I'll give you that but uh, and which is possibly gone under the radar especially on this show given my uh, yeah me constantly going on about the 49ers injuries Devin Bush who's a young kid starting linebacker for the uh, for the Steelers is out for the season. He tore yeah. his ACL on Sunday. It's not good, is it, lad? Loss, huge loss. He is. He's. He's. Is it, I think this is his second season in the NFL, mm. and uh, he's already developing into one of the best linebackers. So, yeah, you lost them. So I think that'll be a big hole in the uh, in the defense. And that's but, just what we need, in it. Yeah, more injuries, fucking up bets. Like that seems. It's to be mad, a, it? Seems to be a the running NFL, theme, doesn't it? But on all sports, you know, Van Dyke, I know the Champions League starts this week, and but as well as the league bet, I'm balls deep on us on the Champions League. I thought we were a crazy price at seven to one. You know, that's a little bit up in the air now, isn't it? We were in a bit of a tough group there. I know cousin Nico's actually he's had a little dabble on Atlanta to win the group. Is it quite a big price at hundred to thirty? But I don't know. It's yeah. group, sorry. Our group. Are they in a, mean, when did he back now? Start of the season? No, after Van Dyke's been injured. They are a group, aren't they? They're a group, aren't they? I'm, they? Glad, I'm totally, yeah, lad. Sorry, I thought you meant Atlanta Falcons. I was no. like, fuck it. Name, have we? You're in a twizz here, aren't you? It's, it's, it's not been our most vintage show, this Pope. I think, I think we're still reeling here from this derby. I think we're still reeling from... In a real tails spin here, aren't I? Yeah. No, to be fair, lad, that was a bit of a curveball, yeah. So, Atalanta, 130. Yeah, I don't know. Mm, mm. It's just, injuries can derail you better. One thing, one positive to take with the 49ers is uh, nice to see Jimmy G back. Three three touchdowns in the first half. He wasn't great, though, you know, lad. Honestly. So I have his head back on now, so uh, yeah. say that was a massive plus to come out of the 49ers game. I watched the game, though, Popey. He was... Pff, 
Second half, he was a little bit dodgy. Took a big hit at the end of the game. I don't know. He still looked like he'd been in the VIP room all night, and it started. I think the ale started to sweat out of him second half. Like I don't know. I think the no, I watched the game. The perfect, like, no, just slipping Jimmy played the perfect game for me. Slipping Jimmy, I think he was getting slippy tit jobs in the VIP room the night before again. <laughs> really, I don't know. It's as if you've got some sort of uh, man crush on him. And you're trying to overcompensate by slagging him off. I think <laughs> perfect game in everything other than quarterback rating. Guys, it's a joke. I don't think so. I don't know, but. <laughs> Say hello to your wife. Take it easy, cupcake. <laughs> Who knew that's what he meant by greasing the unions? Do you want to do? <laughs> Should we get on to the tip of the week, lad? I thought we'd get out. I thought this would be a quick show. We're hitting an hour here already. I thought we might box this in 40 minutes. Let's get out of here on tip of the week. I'm all over the show. Hey. So, yeah, do you want to start tip of the week? <laughs> if you have to. Oh, God. Um, do the honourable thing. Do you know what, lad? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll forward. i tell you what, for transparency, for transparency. Yeah, here we go. Every Sunday, I make a bet diary, and it's mostly I stick to that. They're mostly me picks for the week, so... This week, and there's a couple of aftertimings already because it's Tuesday as we record this, lay leads against Wolves, back the Chiefs against the Bills, lay Chelsea half-time full-time against Seville, um, lay Bayern half-time full-time lay against Atletico, lay City half-time full-time against Porto. So that's backing, that's backing them teams not to be winning that half-time and full-time, basically. So rather than laying them for the game, if you get to half-time, then you get your money in, you know. Going off on a massive tangent here. What's this got to do with tip of the week? You seem to want a bet diary of 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 what I'm betting on and, and where the where the profits coming from. You know what I mean? You're worse than Beth Victor, lad. You want me ins and outs? You want me me plus losses? You want me to send you me fucking bank statements next or what? Feel like uh... fucking get uh, get on with it, Stutter and Stanley. <laughs> Uh, what else have we got? But my standout bet, like the bad lieutenants, I think the Dodgers are a lock for the World Series, which starts tomorrow. A lock? Do you really, yeah? I think so, lad, yeah. I do. Why so? They've been in, like, three of the last four World Series, and they've been close, and they've they've added Mookie Betts from the Boston Red yeah. Sox, who was the MVP. Red Sox, she must have been gutted about that, by the way. Insane. I mean, they've done some great trades, the Liverpool and Boston Red Sox owners over the years, but... It was some weird it was some weird trade where they get where they get a tax break if they got him off the wage bill. He's the fucking MVP in 2018. It was a crazy trade. He's been tremendous defensively. He's batting pretty well, but but his defensive plays, he's pulling home home runs out from the wall. He done it again in game seven on Sunday night. I think he's funny from a business standpoint as well. He's he's probably the most marketable baseball baseball player in the game. Yeah, you'd say so. He, he's given, you know, a, given a, a, a black man at the very top of the sport, which you don't really associate, the exception of Barry Bonds, and obviously he was full of juice. Mm. Uh, the, the sort of yeah, the, the real real sort of stars from the game are either South American like Alex Rodriguez and that. Yeah. And then if you go back as far as Bay and Ruth. so I think from that standpoint. Bit of a cool guy as well, isn't he? So I think he's very marketable, and like you say, he was MVP in 2018. It did seem a bit of a bit of a strange decision to, to trade him to the Dodgers, but well, I'll put, yeah, it, put it this way: the, the Dodgers gain, obviously. Put it this way: the Red Sox were bottom of the division after being, you know, World Series winners two years ago. Whereas the Dodgers are back for another World Series, and I believe I think eight to one for them to be MVP. As I say, they fell short over the last few years, you know, against Houston in one of them where they think cameras might have been involved. They actually think Alex Cora, who was the Red Sox manager in 2018, who was um, connected to Houston as well. He came up through Houston. They think that there might have been cameras involved there and tipping off scandal there. So I think the Dodgers can go one better this year. I think they will win the World Series against the Tampa Bay Rays starting tonight. And I think they're a bit short. I think they're about one to two or four to nine to to win the series. I'd get that in the accumulators, but Mookie Betts MVP eight to one. Get on the Mook. 
That's Can you do the doubles thing, or have you got to do them as two singles? Well, it's ju- nah, it's just a single lad, because if you, it only comes from the winning side. You'd have to win the series to to be the MVP, don't you? In in American sports, so eight to one, yeah, Mickey Betts lad, have a little dabble and give you a little bit of interest over the next couple of weeks. Renfro out of room. He did. Dave Roberts can't talk enough about what he means to this team. How about another hit? Red Sox fans are watching this going, uh, hello, why did we trade this guy? How can they not afford Mookie Betts? Okay, yeah, sounds good. And eating your end. Yeah, you're going to be surprised this, and it's, uh, um, yeah, this is very much coming from left field. I'm putting up um, Wednesday Liverpool game, play Ajax, our first game in the Champions League this season. Yeah. It's a clock kickoff. I'm going Bobby Firmino to score any time. Whoa! <laughs> what prices are we talking? Have you had a look? Yeah, bigger than 2-1. to 21-10 to 10 with Skybet and Beth Victor. Team's oh, big. Got in the Champions League. And I fancy us to score a few tomorrow. I also fancy us to concede as well. So both teams to score might be a, might be a bet. But uh, yeah, Bobby Firmino. Any, I thought he might be closer to 20 to 1 at the moment, like the way he's playing. But... Um... <laughs> Any outright interest in it? As I say, Popey, I've, I've lumped on Liverpool and I've actually done the 14-1, to 1, the league and Champions League double, which you fancied. Um, any outright interest for you, lad? Anything taking your eye on the Champions League? Anything on that front? Let's have a look now. Um, it's hard. It's early you know, days. You, you need a bit of a look, really, don't you, to think first. What price did you get on, on Liverpool for the Champions League, Steve? 7-1. to 1. Still seven to one now. Thought we might have gone out a little bit with the Van Dyke news. But no, we went out, Paul. I've we... got a feeling. I haven't mentioned this state, and I don't want to curse it, but I think the fact that Liverpool haven't put a timeline on Van Dyke's injury or when he'd be expected back, a lot of people are looking into that negatively, and I understand why. But I'm putting that. I'm, I'm taking that as a positive. I reckon he'll be back in February. You know. Late oh. February, early March at the latest. I think he'll definitely be back this season. Yeah. And I think he'll say in the running. I've just got a feeling. Okay. I don't know. I think the fact we're being a bit coy about it and we haven't given a definitive timeline and just seeing how he was walking off the pitch. And now, obviously, as that transpires, it doesn't mean as much as what I thought it did. But I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me to see the, the big man back for no. the uh, backup stages. So I think seven to one. I think there's question marks around everyone else. Bayern Munich, okay, they're pretty good, but they've lost one of the best players in Thiago. Man City, um, Man City favourites again, as they always are, which just which is mental, which just baffles just me every year. Just baffles uh, me every year. Got beat at the weekend. Barcelona got beat at the weekend. I think Juve looked quite big at fourteen, so on. Obviously, got the Cristiano Ronaldo effect. Atletico Madrid quite big. Suarez looks like he's hit the ground running there. Twenty-two to one, Popey. That's quite big for for someone for a team with pedigree that they've got. Atletico Madrid in Europe. Yeah, the hot, you don't want to play against them, do you? In the knockout stages, no. Costa, uh, Suarez, no one wants to play against them. No. Horrible. No. Uh, I... So yeah, definitely value there. Uh, so I'd say the value bets are yeah, Atletico, and I think Juventus fourteen to one. I certainly think there's value in that as well. Yeah, yeah. Pirlo at the helm. It didn't really seem to happen with with Sarri, did it? At Juventus, even though he he did win a championship, like um, yeah, yeah, a couple of value picks there. All right, Popey. So Bobby Firmino away. And Mookie Betts. Who would have thought it, yeah? Bobby Firmino. Anytime goal scorer tomorrow night, get on. But just before we do go, I've uh, I've got uh, Archrev's parents evening tomorrow, which will uh, which will be insightful. So uh, I'll be sure to debrief you on uh, next week's episodes while we get on. Let us know how Baby Grunt gets on. Baby Juice next week, eh? Baby Juice, as he's now known, yeah. Baby Trev. <laughs> Sound poppy, yeah. Enjoy the games and um, we'll catch you up next week, eh? Yeah, hopefully not before. Yeah, with a bit of luck, fingers crossed. Take it easy, lad. See you, mate. See you, mate. Yeah, yeah.